Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two officially underway. Wednesday morning edition of the early line. Joe Ranieri, Nani Right Side, Sirius XM, Sports Grid Network. It all happens right here, which include live action now from the Women's World Cup. Just getting underway now. Canada and the Republic of Ireland. A slight favorite here for Canada at a minus 145 price. If you want to bet Ireland to win this one, plus 550. For a draw or tie, plus 195. Now, looking at this game here, are there any interest from you, Joe, with Canada or Ireland today? Uh, yeah, under. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much all oh. I'm betting from this point on. I trust absolutely none of these teams uh, except Germany, uh, who I, uh, with full disclosure here, I uh, do happen to have a future bet on uh, to win this all. And uh, But outside of that, I am not trusting a whole lot of high-scoring affairs here, Donnie. So I'm looking uh, as many unders as possible, including in the upcoming uh, U.S. game. Now, let me ask you this. I'm going to get to another interesting betting statistic here in just a moment. But if we keep the people updated on what's going on in the Women's World Cup, particularly from today's action, Japan 2 to nothing over Costa Rica and also Spain 5 to nothing over Zambia. So what's interesting about that? Japan scored. Costa Rica did not score. Spain scored. Mm-hmm. Zambia did not score. So we were 0 for our last six coming into today, both teams to score prop bets. Today, that mm-hmm. extends to an 0 and 8. So let me ask you this question. Canada and the Republic of Ireland, are we going to get a both teams to score prop to hit in this game? Or is it going to continue here on this trend of both teams cannot apparently score? Well, yeah, in both those games, too, where you're talking about total mismatches. Uh, and that's what you're going to get early on in the World Cup, right? You're going to have a whole lot of situations here where you're going to get one team dominant, uh, like the U.S. did uh, with Vietnam here, and as you just saw with those two. But as this progresses, there's going to be, uh, although Ireland just scored, so I would say the chances of Canada Whoa. scoring now will be... Um, now- Nil. I think nil is the is the proper term. Is that correct? Nil? I yeah. believe it is. And uh, getting word here, somewhere in Vancouver, <laughs> uh, a very upset fan here that's watching this game right now that is an affiliate here of the Sports Grid Network. But one to nothing. And who, by the way, when you bet soccer, I always find this interesting too. Instant gratification. Sometimes we find this in the NFL. You score a touchdown, and we're all gamblers here. You hit a team total, and anytime touchdown score prop, you know, whatever it might be, fantasy league. 
do you always hold your breath that no, that little yellow doesn't pop up on the screen in the NFL? But I find it equally triple worse in soccer where I watch a goal scored and they could take it away like 15 seconds. Oh, no. VR is looking at this. Painful. It's almost like you can't celebrate until they actually kick the football. Excuse me, kick the soccer ball off again at midfield. And absolutely no rhyme or reason to those VR, those none. video reviews. There's absolutely none. I, I will have to say here, though, Donnie, this might have been one of the most impressive goals I have seen. Messi aside, Ooh. but this is one of the most <laughs> impressive goals I have seen. It was a corner kick that was bent in. Was Nobody touched it. It wasn't headed. Nothing. It was a corner kick that ended up hitting the goal, the far goal post, wow. and ricochets in for yeah, a goal. Nobody that. touched it on a corner kick. Wow, nothing but net from a corner kick. is in. That's an impressive goal. There you go. Now, they scored a goal within the first three minutes of this match. Do you believe that? They, we might go scoreless in the remaining parts of this game, but we'll certainly keep an eye on that attention. Wow. As we welcome in the radio audience, you're watching and listening live on a Wednesday morning edition of The Early Line. Joe Ranieri, Donnie Wrightside, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. But the big deal tonight, USA, Netherlands, slight favorite for Team USA, a minus 145 price. If you pick Netherlands for the out-white win, that's a plus 440 price to pick a draw or tie at a plus 240 we talked about the massive advantage team usa had in game number one on friday night which they won three to nothing but today a much tougher game going up against netherlands do we look for team usa to buckle up here and get the victory or maybe some trouble in the water here for team usa well, they're going to have to uh, figure it out. I think Julie Ertz, right, is back finally uh, for the U.S., uh, making her return after a uh, after a couple-year absence. Uh, so she's going to have to do it. I, I believe uh, defense is going to be her specialty. This all leads me to believe that yeah. this is going to be a lot harder uh, because the U.S. is going to put an emphasis on defense. It was the part they worried about the most with this team, with the youth. I think they feel they can score with just about anybody, but it's the defense that uh, they were a little bit worried about. So they're doing everything possible to try to bolster that and put some of the more experienced people in a defensive-minded uh, situation. I, this is the biggest test for the U.S. We're going to learn a little something about this team, Donnie. It's what I wanted to see here. I do happen to think this might be a kind of a one nothing uh, type of situation, maybe a 2-0 uh, kind of situation here. If the U.S. is as good as their market thinks they are, they will handle this game, and they should handle it rather easily. Now, keep in mind, too, it's the group stage. It's not necessarily – it's not knockout right. stage where you lose and you go home. If they lose this game right. in the Netherlands, they're probably going to be a massive favorite in their next game just to advance. But also, anytime goal scorer here, Alex Morgan, plus 155. She was mm. close to minus 800 in their first game. Sophia Smith, plus 175. She was also a heavy favorite. We'll see if some of those markets change throughout the day to keep an eye on it. But NFL news and notes next. Let's talk about them. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Now, in training camp as of this morning, as we look forward to the start of the NFL season, which, by the way, Joe, as I'm looking at the you know, 726 today, I believe August the 3rd is the Hall of Fame game here. So we're going to have live action mm. football. And for me, I love it. You go to the preseason game, game number one, excited. They kick the football for like, man, this is boring as heck. When does the regular season start? But that's just the way it is. We're just happy to see football on our screen. If you are a Giants fan, a Giants backer, the head coach of the Giants, the GM, the ownership group, you're happy about this. Saquon Barkley is coming to camp and apparently happy with his new deal. We talked about it yesterday as it was breaking live on the show. Now that we've had about 24 hours to digest, it's still Joe Ranieri. Does it make any sense to me what actually took place yesterday and why Saquon Barkley is happy, how he was able to get a deal? But away we go into camp for Saquon Barkley already in the building. I, I, I'm still trying to dissect what that was, uh, Donnie. I'm still uh, – and just to see like uh, like it was a win uh, and the uh, way he's acting like, yay, I, 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 maybe he did. I, I mean, again – you know, to each their own, but my goodness, I just, uh, I don't know if uh, I feel bad for him or if I'm happy for him, but I just feel like there was a whole, that was a giant waste of time with everybody involved there to ultimately land where it landed. Mm. Now, also, look, you read the Adam Schefter tweet coming from yesterday. The franchise tag was $10.1 million. And the first part of the Adam Schefter tweet is he agreed to a new deal one year, $10.1 $10.1 million fully guaranteed, which is exactly what the franchise tag is. It's guaranteed money. Now, he does get the $2 million up front. That doesn't mean you tack it on like it's an extra two. Like, no, right. he's going to get $2 million paid as soon as he puts that pen to paper to get that. The remaining parts will be doing also about $900,000 in incentives that he can earn. So maybe the Giants were really smart on negotiations where the feelers were out there like, hey, by the way, Saquon needs a couple dollars in his pocket here over the next month, month and a half, or I don't know, expenses for the kid, for the girlfriend, for the house, for the family. Who knows what the situation was? But he went from, I'm unhappy with this. And keep in mind, that first paycheck wouldn't come till what? September 12th, 14th, 15th, something in that range. At least now in July, he's getting two million bucks wired into that account. Yeah. Well, like I said, that was uh that was a big thing uh yesterday, wasn't it? That maybe 
not having to wait for that it's catch uh, until game one where anything is possible. You get that all that kind of upfront money right there. That's uh, that's a pretty good feeling there because uh, ultimately, like you said, the way that's laid out, there is an opportunity to, you know, turn some uh, some extra money here. But uh, I, I think, and here's the big question with him, Donnie, is that at what point does it unfold this year in which the Giants realize if we don't lock this guy up, uh, Danny Dimes, not the answer. Uh, we got to be out of our mind not to at least include him. So, and I think that in turn means there is some success here, certainly offensively with them this season here. And he's got to be a big part of it. And I do think that's a big, big possibility at which he may just earn himself more money in a longer term deal if he delivers like we think he can this year. A lot of reusable tweets probably next year at this same time. Mm. We'll be doing a show and go, hey, you know what? Saquon might not be showing up to camp this year unless he gets a yep. new deal, which brings us into keeping it in the running back fold here. Josh Jacobs of the Vegas Raiders. Now, I bet Mark Davis picked – hey, look at that. Saquon agreed to just about the same exact deal of his franchise tag, Josh. Doesn't it sound like a good deal? And Josh Jacobs goes, uh, yeah, I'm in uh, uh, Tuscaloosa right now. I'm not even in Vegas, so miss me with all this unless you're coming with a lot more scratch here than what you're offering now josh jacobs coming into camp this feels like it isn't going to end but then again i didn't know you could get a new deal in a one-year deal who's to say that mark davis goes hey man how about an extra couple million dollars come on into camp when do we see josh jacobs in a raiders uniform or do we not see him in a raiders uniform yeah i, I don't think you do because it, it correct me if i'm wrong it doesn't cost him anything not to show up uh, he's not, Correct. again, he ain't making no money by not being there. But it's not like the situation in Dallas with Zach Martin, who's, you know, it's going to cost him 50K a day when he doesn't show up because he's under contract. Jacobs did it right. He's He ain't under contract, and he's like, take your money and stick it. Uh, I'm not interested in it until you uh, until you come to an agreement. So as long as it's not costing him anything, I think they're good to go. Uh, I don't think, uh, I think he drew that line in the sand long ago and was committed, which is ultimately what I'm looking for, right? It, Barkley was on the fence about it the entire time, giving discounts and saying all the right things. Like, Jacobs has not been there. Like, he's like, oh, you're not picking up my fifth-year option? Okay, I'm not showing up. And he's been saying that since January. So I don't think anything short of an actual deal, long-term deal, is going to make him show up at any point this year. Yeah, it should be interesting to watch it and find out because, again, the sooner you're in camp, the better for your team. But also, it's not as if it's like the missing piece is Josh Jacobs to the Vegas Raiders run to a Super Bowl. They have a really steep uphill climb. But let's also keep it going here with running backs. Jonathan Taylor, key on that Zoom, mm. Zoom call. He wants a big-time deal. He hasn't shown up yet in Indianapolis. He wants a deal, and they put him on the pup list here to start. So are we going to see – running backs technically aren't getting paid. Jonathan Taylor is probably that big, strong, next exciting guy in line for a big contract for the running back position. Are the Colts going to go, yeah, you'll show up and like it? Or does he actually get a new deal here before the season begins? Uh, that's uh, that's going to be a, a tough one because that team is a little bit in, uh, in limbo here right now. But I, I will say this, the owner of that team, 
This would be, is it fair to say, Donnie, that uh, Ertze uh, writing a check to Jonathan Taylor may be the least surprising thing I would see. In fact, maybe even over. I mean, you know, keep in mind, this is, there's a long line, you know, Edron James. This, this team has had these kinds of position players, wide receiver, you know, they have had Reggie Wayne. The, he has taken care of guys like this to help support. Now, he's got a young quarterback, right? So here's the deal. You know, he usually, this is his M.O. He likes to lock up those main guys. Very Dallas Cowboys-esque with Jimmy Johnson, right? Lock up Irvin, lock up Emmitt Smith, get tra- give me that three-headed monster and we're good to go. This would not shock me at all if he ends up writing a check and locking him up for the future. Yeah, you're going to pull a Jimmy Haslam there for Cleveland. Get everybody in the NFL mad by going, you know what? We're going to make Jonathan Taylor the highest paid running back in the history of the league and upset that market here. That's what he probably will do. But also getting paid, Mm -hmm. if you're not a running back, seemingly a little bit easier in the NFL. Trayvon Diggs, five years, $97 million contract extension with the Dallas Cowboys. He is a lightning rod because he does make big plays, but he also gives up big plays. So if you're a Madden-type player, he's like the best cornerback you can have. But when you go and take a look here at the individual individual statistics on some certain websites he's not all that highly rated but a talented player nonetheless and a cornerback which is a premium position he got paid well i mean what since uh what entering uh in what year did he come 2020 i think is when he got drafted he was a second round pick but I don't think anybody else has recorded more INTs than him. He's got 17. Um, But he's also, and it's interesting because he's a gambler, right? He's not a, not necessarily a shutdown, but he is a guy that's going to go for broke. And he's also allowed over the last, these same three years where he's picked off that many. He's also allowed, I, I believe, the most yards uh, 2,362 when thrown his way. So the gambling is paid off in the INTs, but it's also cost them uh, giving up 16 touchdowns in that span as well. So get what you pay for. Certainly do. And also getting what you paid for, a cheap contract on Brock Purdy as he's cleared to begin mm. practice here in training camp. A big source of information there for the San Francisco 49ers. We'll see how that plays out here for Brock Purdy in training camp. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. Same game parlays, which we were profitable yesterday, all right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. some Major League Baseball. We have some Major League Baseball for you today on a Wednesday edition of the Early Line. Ready to get after it yesterday. And we always like to say we're a team here on the Early Line. We have two same-game parlays each day. The goal is to go 2-0. and But as long as you go 1-1, one and one, unless somebody's doing a same-game parlay at a minus 285 price, you are going to be profitable, which way we're, excuse me, which we were yesterday. Thank you to the Washington Nationals. So today, we have two more same-game parlays lined up at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Let's get after it. I'm going to bat lead off here. See if we can score another W for the boys again today. I'm going to keep this with the San Diego Padres. This same-game parlay's name, keep hope alive. Why? Yes, they have very good baseball players, but will they all be there by next Tuesday? Let's give the front office of the Padres something to cheer about and maybe keep Juan Soto if that's a good option for the Padres. By the way, I don't think it is. I think he should be a Philadelphia Philly, but let's not get this included here in the same game parlay. I am going to back Juan Soto today, along with the Padres. Leg number one, the Padres to win the game today outright. Just a money line favorite. Take care of your business today. Number two, we're going to take a look at Juan Soto to record a base hit. He's got a 333 ISO power number against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days and a weighted on base percentage of 425. You know what I actually don't like, though? His walk rate here is close to 20%. Swing the bat, Juan. Home run last night. It works. You swing the bat, good pitch. You can hit it out of the ballpark. Why? I need him to get a base hit. I also need him to get a run score tonight. When that happens on those three legs, Joe, that's a plus 186. So, yes, swing the bat, Juan Soto. It feels good. Hit a home run. You can kill two birds with one stone right there and also help the Padres win the game. Plus 186, I'm looking to cash. Today, Joe, where are you going with your same-game parlay? I'm I'm gonna go to the uh, the battle of the citrus uh, bowl Ooh, state whatever man. the hell it is here early yeah, afternoon here that. though is the yeah I know I'm I'm pretty sure they're you know, the wide open uh, <laughs> as you uh, you buy one you get one apparently here as the Marlins are in Tampa at the Trop uh, in a quick two game uh, set here so uh, but you gotta love the pitching battle in this one right so you got Alcantara on the mound for Miami sending out their mm-hmm. ace taking on what has become the ace for Tampa and Zach. Eflin, uh, and it's uh, a guy that the Marlins actually know pretty well, Donnie, and you know this from his years with Philadelphia. Uh, he yep. has faced the Marlins a lot, I believe, 15 starts, and guess what? Miami has handled him and handled him pretty well, too, uh, over uh, over the last couple of seasons in which he's faced. Now, yes, uh, why would I want to pick a team that uh, has won one game, one and nine since the All-Star break, right? Why in the world would I even consider going to Miami? Well, it's a contrarian play, but if you're ever going to bust out and you're going to stop the bleeding, it's got to be with your ace on the mound. And there is nobody better than Alcantara right now who has not been good. Uh, you look at the numbers this year in day games, you look at uh, at him in mm-hmm. general on the road, and you're going, why in the world would you play him? Well, that's exactly why I will play him here. I still don't trust this lineup of Tampa 
Uh, they were only able to muster up, what, four runs yesterday, and most of that was because of the long ball. I think this is going to be a great pitcher's battle. I do like the under, but at this kind of price here, Donnie, even at, uh, you know, we're talking about a uh, plus 150, 155, somewhere in that ballpark with Alcantara on the mound, who is capable of shutting down a struggling lineup, which is what Tampa is. I got no problem. So I'm going under. I'm going uh, Miami. And Eflin is a strikeout machine this year. And I, I think he'll be able to get over that five and a half in this one, too. Because uh, why not? He's been doing it. He's 25% above his, uh, his average uh, for his career. So he has been striking out everybody. Five and a half is a low number here. At plus 650 at a 12 noon game, Donnie? Yeah, I'll take that money and run and start off. Exactly. And Joe brought up a great point here. If you think you're going to watch the show this morning and say, boy, when I get home, I love Joe Ranieri's same game parlay. I'm going to fire that in. It's already going to be paid out by that time as a 12-10 Eastern start between the Marlins and Tampa. We'll get to that game in just a few moments here. But let's start it right off here with Colorado and Washington. 12.05 start in the nation's capital. The one thing that we do love here, pitching matchup here looks like it could be accessible to runs and also 90 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out to left field. Let's set the table for this one today. At the FanDuel Sportsbook here, we do have a favorite for the Nationals at a minus 134 price. The pitching matchup, Lambert for the Rockies, Irvin for the Nationals, a total that's listed at 9.5. Yesterday, I went with the all-total over 7.5. We had some late-inning magic, pushed that game right over the total, was able to give us a victory. I think we get, might get more of the same today. Official lineups obviously aren't out just yet, but Lambert, over the past 30 days in Major League Baseball, he has struggled. Lambert, over the season, he has struggled. So it looks like it might be a perfect match for that lineup, which I like so much here now for the Washington Nationals. The Colorado Bats, they should come alive. Take a look at Jake Irvin, 45 batters he's faced over the last 30 days, Joe, from the right-hand side, 243 ISO. Weighted on base percentage, 386. Why not? Let's go over the 9.5 here. What are you thinking about this game in the nation's capital today starting early? Well, uh, I am thinking that, uh, boy, oh, boy, I don't even think these guys went back to the hotel to get any sleep since this game just ended 12 hours, less than 12 hours ago, uh, eight hours ago, in fact. They had a couple of uh, weather delays. They had a big come from behind win the Nats did last night, a 6-5 win. But that game ended just after midnight, and now <laughs> they got a 12 o'clock start here, Donnie. They're rolling right back out, and I'm kind of with you. Uh, something it feels like we might get yes some runs in this game and a lot of them and uh, the total is 10 on a hot humid day no reason for me to think that it's not going to be a kind of a slugfest here and that's the direction I am certainly looking at in this one and by the way, we're going to talk Miami Marlins, Tampa Bay Rays right now, but I'm not so sure the tickets are that hot of a commodity here for Colorado and Washington ooh, ooh. noon on a midweek no. Wednesday no. afternoon here. So we'll see what happens there with the no. gate. Talking about the gate, Miami and Tampa Bay. As Joe pointed out in his same game parlay, you got a pretty good pitching matchup out here. Zach Eflin has performed very well since coming over from the Philadelphia Phillies to the Tampa Bay Rays. And Alcantara is a Cy Young award-winning pitcher and maybe the ultimate pitcher's ballpark today. So I know you just handicapped this game just give us a quick recap again what you're thinking on the marlins and the rays here joe it's a it's a contrarian play for me though because i do think that uh, we should not be uh fearing the rays lineup against alcantara who is uh you know even his, after his last start there he said you know he's figured some things out mechanically it has not been a great road year for him it has not been a great day 
uh, we, you know, season for him in pitching in these early afternoon games. But I'll tell you this, uh, prior to this season, he had been lights out. I think uh, for sure he has exa he's exactly the kind of pitcher you want on the mound in this spot. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It's seven and a half. We only got five yesterday. I think it's going to go way under the seven and a half. This is a pitcher's battle, one that's worth taking a stab at plus money with Alcantara on the mound. Let's do it here. Let's keep it moving. One quick game here we can get to before we take a break. That's Kansas City and Cleveland. Marsh versus Williams, a heavy favorite for the Guardians here at a minus 210 price. They got the victory yesterday against the Royals to even up that series. A total now that's listed at 10, and probably rightfully so. Alec Marsh, the pitcher on the mound here for the Kansas City Royals, he can't get anybody out. Last 30 days, which is his entire season, 91 batters, a 359 ISO, and a weighted on base percentage of 4 08 coming up against him. And if we flip it over to Kansas City's batters, they don't really impress all that much. But Gavin Williams is on the mound that he has struggled with both lefty and righty batters here. Excuse me, more so with lefty batters on this season here coming up against him. It's not going to get a ton of left-handed batters in that lineup for the Kansas City Royals. But the reason I want to bring this game up to is in the four hole. It's Josh Naylor. He's doing very well here. He should have a big game against Alec Marsh. But there's also a guy in the nine hole named Naylor, Bo Naylor, who's coming off a two home run performance yesterday. I look for an easy victory here by the Guardians and also both nailers going yard today. Hmm. It's interesting, too, because the, the rookie, this kid, Marsh, this is actually the first team he'll face that's under 500. Uh, I, I mean, he opened uh, it up against the Dodgers. Yeah. Then he had to play the Twins. Then he I've had to play it. the Rays. Then he had to play the Yankees. Yep. So this is actually the first sub-500 team with, you know, let's face it, not exactly murderer's row here uh, in that lineup. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he uh, how he goes about this one here. But I, you know. You can only look one way as far as I'm concerned, and that is with the Naylor brothers uh, and the Guardians, maybe even <laughs> on the run line. Let me check a look at the two hit a home run props in this game. Josh Naylor is a plus 390. Yesterday, I believe he was a plus 440 price. If we look here for... Bo Naylor is at a 630 price. Now, granted, he's probably actually a little bit better price than he was last night because he hit two home runs. We say, okay, he's capable of hitting home runs. Let me just do a quick check here because there is a market on the FanDuel Sportsbook to hit two home runs here. And if you look at that, Salvador Perez is 35 to 1 to do that today. He's the favorite. Josh Naylor, who didn't hit any home runs yesterday, that's 50 to 1 to hit two. So let me slide it down here. And Bo Naylor is a hundred and 10 to one to hit two home runs. So let's just say he was priced that same way yesterday and you put $5 on Bo Naylor by accident thinking it was Josh Naylor, that $5 bet Joe would have paid back a plus $550 Oof. here. Do we see lightning in a bottle two straight days? Ride the hot hand, not Josh Naylor, but Bo Naylor? Oh, now you got to play both of them, Donnie, because you brought it up. So now you now you just go because if you don't and it does happen, it's going to be an interesting show tomorrow. That's for sure. So, yeah, my, lay the money down now that you brought it up. Now you're forcing me to play it. Way to go, Donnie. By the way, the odds are so good there on two home runs for each of those guys parlayed together. The FanDuel Sportsbook goes, yeah, not playing that, not even allowed to do that here. Watch out for the Naylor brothers. I don't even know if they're brothers here. They might as well be at this point. More Major League Baseball next. Don't you go anywhere. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Right back out of here to talk in Major League Baseball in just a few moments. But before that, look, teams are heading to training camp. You want to get your star players' contracts done before they show up so there's no worries, no holdouts, and everybody's happy. The New York Giants just extended left tackle Andrew Thomas to a five-year, $117 million extension, which does include $67 million in fully guaranteed funds. The reason I bring this up is Daniel Jones got a monster contract, Joe, in the offseason as an extension here. And also now you see Andrew Thomas getting a monster deal here. Does Saquon go into the locker room and he's he's like, you know what? The Giants were able to find me an extra $900,000, but Andrew Thomas, they found an extra $117 million for him. Does Saquon honestly show up in that locker room today, dapping it up, loving life, or going like, man, all these guys got paid their money what they wanted, and I didn't, and I'm supposed to be the franchise back? How does that feel in that locker room today, Joe? Well, I mean, listen, we, you know, some things have not changed in the NFL, right? Uh, Quarterbacks and the guys who protect the quarterbacks are usually, Mm -hmm. uh, they go hand in hand. So if you give one the money, you better give the other the money. And uh, I mean, listen, I think he's done, he's he's proven to be a pretty reliable uh, protector there in, uh, in as a left tackle. So, which is also one of the hardest positions to find replacements for, unlike the running back spot, uh, the left tackle spot, pretty valuable. And uh, kudos. I, if I'm Danny Dimes, I'm I'm all right. I'm good to go here today. There you go. Giants in camp here. Let's get back to Major League Baseball, which includes two locker rooms ready to go today. The Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm. Take a look at this. Lively on the mound for the Reds. Peralta on the mound here for the Brewers. The price point here, minus 142 is a favorite here towards Milwaukee. A total that's listed at eight and a half. Look, these two teams seem to be fighting each other down the stretch and maybe fighting for players at the trade deadline. Who adds the edge today? Name recognition, probably Freddie Peralta, but we'll see how 
how it works out because why? Lively doesn't get out left-handed batters, which means Yellen should have a good day. But outside of that, it's just a coin flip for me on this roster here, Joe, for those Brewers. What are we looking at today from your perspective? Reds and the Brewers, slight favorite here towards the Brewers. Um, I, you know, listen, Lively is, uh, you know, a lot of um, anticipation here. He's got, you know, he's had his issues so far this year, but Peralta has not exactly been lighting it up either. I think he's one in three. He's got over a five ERA in his last, what, seven starts. So he too is still trying to regain some semblance of that form we saw a couple of years ago. Um, I'm with you. It feels like a toss up game here. I do think the Brewers are playing the better baseball here and in a toss-up game at home i gotta kind of give the edge especially since diaz uh you know has to come into that game last night for cincinnati and almost uh blows it there well it does blow it there with yelich and company uh so the bullpen of the brewers i give the advantage to at that price worth a shot with the brewers for me you take a look at Lively over the past 30 days, a 385 ISO power number and a 452 weighted on base percentage to left-handed batters, which puts Yelich right in that crosshairs. 288 ISO, yeah. 477 weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching for the left-handed Yelich. But outside of that, nobody sticks out, and particularly ISO power numbers. Outside of Willie Adamas at a 206, everybody else below average. It's what you get with the Brewers. Yeah. You just hopefully they get a great starting performance and their bullpen holds on and a couple clutch hits during the game. That's what you get here. We'll watch it, find out. But if I'm looking for maybe an RBI shot, maybe an extra bases look here, it would be Christian Yelich from me on the Brewers and nobody else on that side here. We'll keep it moving out in the desert, the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. Good start yesterday coming off the IL for a star pitcher here for the D-backs. Maybe we get it back-to-back. Zach Gallen due on the mound today for those Diamondbacks going up against Flaherty. That's a 341 Eastern first pitch, a minus 164 price here for the Diamondbacks in a total that's listed at eight and a half the Diamondbacks much needed victory yesterday Gallon rolls out there today do we expect two straight wins here to sort of start to salvage that season once again for the Diamondbacks Joe yeah, well I mean is this the last start for Flaherty in a Cardinals uniform oh, uh you got uh you got yeah gotta start thinking that maybe that's going through his mind too like where am I going to be after this so uh, yeah, I, I would only look Diamondbacks in this spot here. I do think that maybe a little less scoring, too, though. Eight and a half is that total out there. I'm thinking maybe, and especially in the first five, maybe we get a little bit of a pitcher's duel early on before the bullpens come in and blow it up for both of them. Here's what we know about the Diamondbacks, which is why I like them so much. You know, a little bit of a chameleon at the plate. A lot of switch hitters here. They mm-hmm. need to throw left-handed batters at you. The reason why that's big is Flaherty on the mound here, right-handed pitcher for the Cardinals, has struggled. Last 48 batters he's faced from the left-hand side, a 333 ISO and a 444 weighted on base percentage. Those left-handed batters stay in the lineup, Perdomo, Marte, Corbin Carroll, uh, looks like McCarthy and also Alec Thomas. So a chance to have probably five to six batters from the left-hand side. We'll see how that plays out. We know St. Louis eventually is going to be a seller. The question is, is Arizona going to be a buyer? And maybe they need a few more wins before the deadline to show their ownership group slash GM that they want to be in it here to win it and maybe secure a wild-card playoff position down the line. Let's keep it out here on the West Coast. The Pirates and the Padres, 4-11 start here on the East Coast. Pirates and the Padres here, a favorite once again. And this is a running theme here. What do we have? Minus 250, minus 260. Now minus 200 here. Seth Lugo on the mound going up against Oviedo 
window here of the Pirates, a total that's listed at eight and a half. I expect the Padres to win. Took them in my same game parlay. I expect Juan Soto to be on base. I expect him to get a base hit and score a run and cash that ticket in. So for me, it's simple. It's the Padres today. But you're still not getting a minus 110 price on the Padres. They're a two-to-one favorite today. Do you trust the Padres here to win this series against the Pirates? Uh, well, I, listen, that was a game they had to have last night, right? They and they fell down early, and you're going, oh, boy, here we go again. And then they eventually pulled away late in that 5-1 game. They're, you know, and they're right back here. Same situation. Can't lose this game. Uh, Lugo has um, not fared well, actually. Uh, I think the only start he did have against the Pirates earlier this year, he, he lost. Uh, but he... It, I, I do think Lugo is the guy that uh, is going to be the toughest for the Pirates to get around. He doesn't give up a whole lot, uh, and I don't really trust the Pirates lineup to score enough. As bad as the Padres have been, I think there's level to this, and Oviedo has shown that Yes, he leaves far too many balls over the plate, which could be exactly the recipe to get back on track for this Padres lineup. Too much firepower for the Padres, I think, in a game that they, and a series, they can't lose. Uh, so I do think they uh, they handle it here today. Run line for me for the Padres once again. Rubber match out west also. The Dodgers and the Blue Jays get it going today at 411 Eastern here. That's mm. 111 out on the west coast. Kikuchi is going to be on the mound, the left-handed pitcher for the Jays. Gonsolin, the right-handed pitcher here for the Dodgers. Favorite here for the Dodgers, minus 138. But look at that total listed at 10 wow. and maybe for good reason. If you take a look, though, Gonsolin, here's the interesting split. Let's just go last 30 days, Joe. 84 batters he's faced. He gets out right-handed batters very easily. An 034 ISO. A weighted on base percentage of 242. However, been struggling against left-handed batters. Well, in that lineup for Toronto, you don't get that many left-handed batters. The power comes from the right side, so maybe Gonsolin does have a slight advantage there. If we flip it over and take a look at Kikuchi, he's actually been doing well over the past 30 days against right-handed batters, struggling with lefties here. And lefty batters today, you're probably only looking at Freeman and Muncy. So even though I like both of these lineups, don't necessarily love both of these pitchers, but to be honest, those pitching numbers line up more correctly with the pitchers than the batters today. But you still got to play it out. We're expecting runs out here. What are we looking from from this rubber match out here between the Dodgers and the Jays from you, Joe? Well, I mean, neither guy, right? Gonsolin or Kikuchi has really had a whole lot of experience facing uh, these teams here. But Gonsolin, if you go back to, what, middle of June, uh, he has struggled. I mean, he's almost got a 7 ERA and 31 innings here. It's uh, It's been a rough go. And Prior to that, uh, Donnie, he had a lot of starts early on where far too many barrels for my liking there that, you know, he got the breaks there. He got a lot of the, uh, you know, lucky ball bounces there and didn't really get hurt. But that has really started to turn around here. And the regression has set in. I understand while it's 10, uh, it makes sense here. But. My goodness, a uh, lefty and Kikuchi going up against this Dodgers lineup. It's Dodgers for me. That would be the only way I could look at here. 
How about that here? Also, City of Brotherly Love, the Orioles mm. and the Phillies. They'll get it going at 6.06 tonight. Bradish and mm. Suarez, two pitchers that you might not really know but probably should start paying attention to. The favorite here, the Phillies slightly at the FanDuel Sportsbook here to minus 120 price in a total that's listed at nine. And the reason I bring that up is, like, the Orioles just aren't finding smoke and mirrors as a way to win. The pitchers that are unheralded have been doing an unbelievable job. Look at Bradish from the season. 398 batters, Joe, an ISO of 120. 23 weighted on base percentage 288 that's sensational it's okay well what's he doing over the last 30 days technically even better an iso of 096 and a weighted on base percentage of 246 he's really been getting the job done if we flip it over from a baltimore perspective going up against suarez he's been a quality left-handed starter outside of his first couple starts on the season since coming back from an injury but looking at the lineups together it's hard here right we're in philadelphia it's a hitter's ballpark joe 88 degrees wind blowing out almost double digits to center field you see the nine the pitching matchups do hold up but sometimes it just doesn't matter in a smaller ballpark with good weather conditions yeah no it it's uh, it really doesn't here but there are some injury concerns uh for baltimore i know gunner henderson there uh left the yep. game yesterday in the third inning for back problems back spasms no word on whether or not that'll affect his ability to be in this lineup here tonight they sounded like uh, he'll be okay. It was precautionary, but we've heard that a million times too. And and maybe the biggest loss of all, and stop me if you've heard this one, but Aaron Hicks is now on the IL with a hamstring injury for, for Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, shocker there because he's yeah. really been such a wealth of health uh, his entire career, especially once he got the money from the Yankees here. Uh, Bradish, uh, hey, listen, uh, the kid can throw. I like Suarez maybe a little bit more than the market does. Uh, but can I tell you, I is in your Phillies in this one, man. I think they can ride the momentum from that ninth inning yesterday into another win here today. How about that? Subway series here, Mets Yankees, quick two game series. Quintana and Rodon on the mound tonight. 706 Eastern from the Bronx, a favorite here for the Yankees at a minus 152 price and a total of eight and a half. Now, taking a look at Rodon. I'll say to myself, should it be appropriately priced here as over a minus 150 favorite? Because when you take a look at his analytical numbers, they're terrible to both lefty and righty batters here. Yesterday, the offense broke out here for the Mets. Do we see that same offensive output today? Or does Rodon say, hey, look, I'm ready to earn my paycheck here in New York? Well, I mean, he was waving to the crowd last time, right? I mean, it, it's not <laughs> gone well for him. If not now, when, Donnie? If not now, when so uh, i'll leave it at that yeah i mean not going to be great here for the yanks no doubt about it but by the way also the rangers and the astros here are going to tee it up once again this afternoon slash evening getting after it this game Heaney versus Valdez. Valdez, the ace here for the uh, Astros, a minus 188 price eight and a half let me ask you this question instead of a handicap tomorrow morning do we have a tie in the al west for who's going to win this division yeah, no. It, yeah, Houston's going to they're going to they're going to beat up Ooh. on him here. Valdez is going to show they elevate to the better competition. Texas is Ooh. learning that. There you go. He did Monday. He did Tuesday. He did Wednesday. He is Joe Ranieri standing ovation. I'll close the show up next. Talking a little nil money. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Final segment of the day here for a Wednesday morning edition of the Early Line, Sirius XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie Wrightside, Joe Ranieri, carrying through for two hours before we hand it over to the morning after Ben Stevens and the rest of your Sports Grid day. We talked about a lot of great topics and mainly focused on the running back position in the NFL. Yeah, Saquon Barkley was able to come to camp happy with an extra $900,000 in incentives and a $2 million signing bonus. Josh Jacobs, we don't think he's going to be very happy or showing up to camp anytime soon. Pollard, who did sign his franchise tag, is in camp here with the Dallas Cowboys. But the Dallas Cowboys certainly laid out some cash there for star cornerback Trayvon Diggs. Now we see if they keep everybody happening, including Zach Martin on that offensive line here. But also, big news story of the day, Justin Herbert getting $260 million in a five-year contract extension, which now puts all the focus on the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. When will he get that new deal? Because he can pretty much guarantee it's going to come before the season starts. Women's World Cup live in action right now. Ireland won. Canada won here. Finally, two teams score. BTTS backers can actually celebrate because we got each team scoring a goal in that game. But... The college focus is always coming into play. The NCAA is about to start their season. NIL Talk. Listen up. Tommy Tuberville, old coach there for Auburn, who now is in the Senate as a Republican, and Joe Manchin, the Democrat out of West Virginia, came together on a bill to try to figure out what makes sense in the NIL. Now, granted, college kids are going to get paid. That's probably not going to change. The one thing that I think everybody universally agrees on, the change needs to be in the transfer portal. Nobody minds if players are changing teams, but also at the same time, do we want them to change teams every single year? The penalty in place was always there. You transfer, you got to sit out one year before you can go, which always made the kids think twice if maybe that was the best move they had. This new bill says you must play at least three years at your current institution before you can transfer without any penalty. We'll see if that sticks here. Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up next right here on the Sports Grid Network.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 